Hey everybody, welcome to Quotes and Stuff with the Kennedy Bros, the podcast where three brothers talk about movies, comics, pop culture, and stuff while adding our own quoting flair. This is your host, Nate. This is TJ. And I'm Christian. Before we go any further, there are time codes in the description. If you want to jump around to different parts of the episode, you can do that. But our podcast this week is going to go as follows. Start off with our opening question, which is always related to the topic, followed by revealing and playing the quote for uh, this week. And then after that, we're going to move into to straight into our topic, which is, uh, I don't know, normally if, you, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, that's when we dive into our news. But our topic is basically just all news this week based off a certain event that happened this past week. But that's how this week is going to go. And so, Christian. You want to start us off with our question? Oh, yeah. So for all of you Disney fans out there, you probably can relate to this and ask yourself the same question. But this week's question is, what is your favorite Disneyland ride? Now, this is specific to just Disneyland in California, not in in uh, Japan or Shanghai or France or wherever else they have Disneyland. It's just Disneyland in California. So what's your favorite ride? And it's it's specific to the Disneyland of Disneyland. So no California adventure. Yeah, no California adventure. Okay, may make me go last on this one because I have a couple. So so if you guys take some okay. of those for me, then I'll, I'll I'll be left with my final. Okay, Christian, you start us off. I'll start us I also off. have a couple. So for me, I think I'm going to have to go with Indiana Jones. And I'll tell you mm. why, because I remember the first time going on Indiana Jones in California, we're going on the ride. And do you remember the part where uh, the giant ball is like right in front of you, right? Comes down and kind of looks like it's going to yeah. crush you just like in the movie. Well, I remember mm-hmm. us, you know, just, you know, going down and dipping below that boulder. And I was, I was like losing my mind because I'm like, wait, what the heck just happened? Because I, I didn't really know what was going to happen next to the ride. I didn't know that, uh, I thought, yeah, I thought I was going to get quote unquote crushed by the boulder. I wasn't sure I was going to play out. So it, uh, it was very surprising and, and fulfilling. And I kind of, I like the, the jerky kind of movement. It's like a, like a roller coaster, but, but not quite. And obviously it's just so well done on the inside. Everything looks pristine and the, the detail and, and the music. It, yeah, it, it was fantastic and very memorable for me. So definitely, uh, Indiana Jones though. I have a couple other honorable mentions and shout outs, although I'll let you guys uh, tell yours before I. Uh, mention any of my my honorable mentions all right Indiana Jones is a good choice that was also on my honorable mention list but I guess I'll go next for me it's got to be Pirates of the Caribbean yes and I know it's a crowd pleaser but honestly Pirates of the Caribbean is worth it so much it's just you know you you get the you get the fun vibes of when you're just chilling but then you kind of get the spooky vibes but just overall it's a very very unique and just I don't know. It's always so much fun. You have the kind of drop, not really a drop. It's a mini, just mini like drop. <laughs> the, the, the little yeah. slide, basically. But I don't know. Pirates of the Caribbean, like I could ride that for a day and be completely satisfied just chilling. So I actually was just in Disney World the other day. And it's obviously a little different than Disneyland, but the, the Pirates of the Caribbean rides in both parks are very similar. And there's a specific smell that Pirates of the Caribbean has when you get into mm. the ride. And it's uh, I feel like very, very nostalgic and it's just, oh, it's just freaking awesome. They need to make a candle out of it because it smells so good. But that's what I think of when I think of Fires of the Caribbean. So nice one, Nate. And it, it feels like the last couple of times I've gone, it was closed. And so I don't oh, remember bummer. how long it's been since I've been in Pirates of the Caribbean, but I just remember the, the feeling always. Nice. Okay. Good choice. Yeah, they close it always. <laughs> 
Okay, Tej, what do you got for us? All right. Um, so, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, maybe I could go a little, be a little hipster uh, and do a Disneyland story uh, with great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Uh, uh, <laughs> Is that no, hipster? I do enjoy or? that. I'm not going to say that's my favorite one. No, I do. I, I do think that's a really good one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Here's the thing. If you ever need to hide out in Disneyland, like you're getting chased or something, you go into great moments with President Lincoln, nobody's ever there. <laughs> or nobody's or if you just need like a break from all the chaos and the madness, you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go check out Lincoln. Have a good time there. <laughs> Take a quick nap. Um, so these two, uh, they're probably tied for me. Um, obviously, Space Mountain is Classic. incredible. So much There's, fun. I think that's probably, that probably is my favorite, I would say. Uh, but just to be a little less mainstream, I'll say Star Wars or Star Tours. Sorry. Mm. Oh, Star um, Tours. Star Tours. Cause um, uh, I haven't been back to the, to since they've opened Star Wars land. So I don't, I don't know the, the other two rides. Um, but as far as Star Tours goes, uh, for those who have um, gone on it, uh, uh, the plot of, or at least this was the plot when we went years ago was everybody gets on like the ship thing and then they take a picture of someone in the crowd and when your ship is trying to fly away darth vader or somebody else like stops the ship and says there's a rebel spy on board give them up <laughs> and then they show a picture of the person in the crowd and it just so happened that that person was me the very first time we went on it like 14 year old me braces and and bad looking hoodie and hair uh somewhat smiling uh, i was the rebel spy um and I so remember that because of that star tours always has a soft spot in my heart. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a good ride. I know it makes uh, a lot of people sick our our parents included because it's just like so shaky yeah. <laughs> and like you have the 3d and I will say you get, you'll have definitely have to go back and check out uh, their, their two other rides, uh, new star Wars rides that are there. They're both a, a lot of fun. Um, and I feel one of them is millennium Falcon, which is very similar to, I feel like star tours, but I think a little bit cooler because you're, quote unquote in the Millennium Falcon ship and um but mm. yeah uh that's a great great choice TJ Star yeah. Tours. I I remember when you were the quote rebel spy that was funny. Yeah. Fun that fact. was really funny. <laughs> uh fun fact I am I am actually going to Disneyland but before the end of the year and I haven't been to the Star Wars land yet either. So it's cool. Because Christian out of your experience if I had to choose one, do I go Millennium Falcon or do I go Rise of the Resistance as for rides? Definitely Rise of the Resistance because Right, yeah, Rise of the Resistance. It's that it's the quote unquote newer ride, and that's one where you have to get in that virtual queue, right? So you have to like wake up before seven and at seven click in to get on the ride because it's so popular. The the really the only reason I don't love Rise of the Resistance is because it's talking about the resistance the and the set, which are the 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 sequel Star Wars films, which are uh, not Star Wars in, in my in my opinion, as I voiced <laughs> many times on on the podcast. So. Uh, besides that fact, the ride itself is very fun, and it's this new technology, so it's uh, it, it's a blast. Definitely go on that one. No, I, you, there's only those two rides really in in Star Wars Land, so you can you can do both of them if you have time. Okay. Well, and maybe maybe we'll get lucky that uh, if we push hard enough, they'll get rid of the sequels as canon, and then they'll just repurpose Rise of the Resistance to be Rise of the Rebellion. Yeah, because you know. You know, the first order is literally just the Empire. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the the tricky thing is there's a, basically everything in that ride in the Rise of the Resistance ride is done uh, like with with the theming and everything from those three films. 
the seven oh, eight, nine. It. so it's a little a little unfortunate um but i still thought it was honestly pretty epic and and mind-blowing when i went on the ride despite my distaste for the sequel film so give that one uh honestly that could be one of the one of the top ones in the park it's it's very cool so would you say it's the best thing to come out of the sequels <laughs> it, it is <laughs> not even not even close it is the best thing to come out of the sequels is the ride at disneyland but yeah yeah but that's uh, just our favorite rides at disneyland uh let us know what are you to the listeners out there what are your guys's favorite rides specifically at disneyland and not a not california resort california adventure you mean <laughs> yes sorry california Adventure. <laughs> anyways we we got to move on to uh, revealing the quote from last week um i remember yes i i do remember i, I was thinking about it. i'm like i know what this is uh so last week we did the eternals and so our quote had to do with eternal specifically your eternal reward uh which is from aladdin um it's the scene right after they uh they get the lamp they're running to give it up to jafar you know who's disguised himself as the old man and he's like what what, what are you doing and then jafar you know like lets him go drops him back inside for his eternal reward death classic movie classic moment great can and hopefully yeah you got the connection after tj just mentioned what the connection is but <laughs> eternals and eternal <laughs> so that's how my mind worked i'm like oh that's it literally when we were doing eternals that was the instantly i'm like oh eternal reward that's what we got to do so <laughs> like i said before sometimes the connections are really just that simple yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna move on to uh playing the quote for this week play it down i'm tired of remembering it that way Aren't you tired too, Mrs. Travers? Now we all have our sad tales, but don't you want to finish the story? Let it all go and have a life that isn't dictated by the past? There we have it. All right. That is uh, the quote for this week. We will play it once again at the end of the podcast and we'll reveal it at the beginning of the next episode. Oh yeah. All right. But moving on, this is normally the, the section where we talk about the news for this week. And then after that, that's when we dive into our topic. But our topic is basically just news because we're going to be talking about uh, the Disney, the first annual Disney Plus Day. Uh, last year, we kind of covered this last year when it was called Disney Investor Day. And they uh, revealed a, a bunch of titles or upcoming plans for, for everything Disney with streaming and all, all basically all of their IP it's uh, the, the big reveal for Disney, but we're covering it again this year, Disney Plus Day 2021, and we're talking about all the news that got uh, revealed at this year's event. When I was seeing uh, everything that was being released, I was, you know, I was on Instagram and I was sharing stories of some of the different things that were being announced as it was happening. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, dang, why are we having so many series? I'm like, can't they just like give us a movie here? And then I realized, oh yeah, duh. It's Disney Plus Day, and Disney Plus is basically <laughs> like all. See if the new stuff they release is all series or TV shows. So I felt a little dumb there. I'm like, come on, guys, why can't they just give us like, like announce a movie, a more new Marvel movie, yeah. new Marvel or <laughs> Star Wars TV or no, no Star Wars movie? But I, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's Disney Plus. That's what they do. <laughs> so felt a little dumb. Yeah. So are they going to be doing like a just a a regular Disney Investor Day as well with Disney Disney Plus Day? I think this is more of just uh, in in replace of Investor Day. And uh, it's kind of just like because their focus is so much more on streaming now, it's going to be in re 
in replace of uh, investor day because they do reveal a lot about uh, each of their titles and properties. But not movies, though. I, I really like the movies. I do too. Honestly, too. what I think they should do, they should do something like uh, DC did, right? They have DC fandom. They should specifically have just the Marvel Day. So obviously it's an association with Disney, but then they can announce all of the different Marvel series and movies and maybe do then a Star Wars one where they can announce those. And then Disney Plus Day can just focus on, uh, just focus on, you know, Pixar and and Disney specifically, but not necessarily kind of the subcategories of like, you know, your, your Marvel and Star Wars. But that's just kind of random thought. I have no idea if they'll, if they'll do it or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess I, really quickly, one piece of news that happened outside of uh, Disney Plus Edge, where they really wanted to mention quickly, was uh, Transformers, The Rise of the Beasts has been delayed from 2022 <laughs> to 2023. TJ's, TJ's oh, favorite. No. He wanted to know. Michael, Michael. <laughs> Actually, no, Michael TJ. He is gone from Transformers. But oh, that's right. Yeah, it's not even worth it then. <laughs> no, it could. It definitely still could be good. I know we talked about. This. Just kidding. It's got. It's got <laughs> some potential, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe but not. before we dive down that train, which I'm sure we've accidentally done rambling on on another podcast. I, I don't oh, know, I think yeah. a few weeks ago. But uh, <laughs> yep. well, I'm sure we'll cover that sometime in the future. But no, Disney Plus Day. That's what we're here to focus on. There was a bunch of news, a lot of exciting stuff. So um, I'm excited to, to chat with you guys about it and, and let you know all the, the big stuff out there. Take us away, Nate. Starting us off, we're going to start off with a bit of Star Wars news. We didn't get really, it wasn't a teaser. It was more like a sizzle reel or behind the scenes. Yeah. But it was, we got a sizzle reel for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that uh, had uh, Ian McGregor talking about the show, as long as the, the director, Deborah Chow, who also directed some episodes of The Mandalorian. But we got a whole bunch of concept, concept art for the upcoming Disney Plus series. And we get kind of our first look into the battle, or the, not battle, but the, the second fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. So that obviously is going to be the highlight of this series, in my opinion, and in probably most people's opinions. And I don't know, I, I feel so, it's like so weird talking about it because I feel like it, Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan series had just been a rumor for so long, right? It's like, oh yeah, it's just a rumor, oh, it's going to happen. And then now we're actually finally going to get it and there will be this fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. So a big fan service to all the Star Wars geeks out there, myself included. And honestly, I, I was thinking about it though and I, I kind of came to my, I'm like, you know, actually, I don't want him to fight Darth Vader. Um, you, you don't realize, really? yeah, because I mean, as awesome as I know it's going to be, it, it just fits so well for their last encounter to be with him seeing Anakin and chopping off his arm and his yeah, legs, you yeah. know. That. And so it's like, and then that line that Vader gives in episode four, you know, when we left, I was a learner, now yes. I'm the master, yes. Like, I just him seeing Darth Vader. As as entertaining as it's going to be, um, I, I just I, I I don't like it as much. I'd rather him, I'd rather him fight someone else. Uh, there's there be a different kind of bad guy. That's uh, let Darth Vader kind of be separate, uh, so that we can really get that that true moment that happens in Episode Four. That's fair, totally fair. Now that I think of it, I think that's that's a great a great thought because yeah, the moment point. The moment that they have in Revenge of the Sith, you know, when Anakin's by the lava river and, you know, screaming in pain and 
screaming towards Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that is like just an epic chills moment that you get and you want to kind of leave it as is because, you know, it was just uh, so incredible. But no, and TJ, you're changing my mind. I think I might have to be like, even though I want the fight, yeah, want to do it justice to Revenge of the Sith. I wouldn't mind if Obi-Wan fought like two Inquisitors for like an ultimate battle. I think that would be cool too. I don't know. I think uh, that's something I think we are 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 are, are also going to see in this uh, this series because that's one of the things they talked about was like Obi Wan Kenobi's hiding out trying to protect Luke, but there's Jedi killers all around, and it looks like in some of the concept art we got that we maybe saw one Inquisitor, but uh, I think that is probably going to happen uh, regardless. There, that there will be at least some sort of Inquisitor fight. Oh, yeah. Or a character like an Inquisitor along with the, the Darth Vader duel slash fight. Yeah, well, and maybe... Um, as, well, I guess we, we already know that the our favorite guy from Fast and the Furious, he's uh, going to be... Or there was rumor that he was going to be an Inquisitor in this, you know, in Obi-Wan. So... Uh, Wait, we'll get no, Han. <laughs> oh, Han. No, not, not Dom. <laughs> Christian said favorite guy, so I was like, well, Christian's favorite guy is Dom. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's a little confusing. Dominic Toretto in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> oh, that would be so... He's just like, he's fighting Kenobi talking about family. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's um, a, but, that's uh, like, Kenobi's one of us. He protects family. <laughs> he protects family. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess I was just kind of thinking, oh, man, what... Do, Instead of, yeah, that Darth Maul, Obi-Wan fight, like final showdown. And that's probably what's going to happen at the end of the series. Maybe, yeah, just an, uh, an ultimate fight between an Inquisitor or two Inquisitors and Obi-Wan would be, would be better. Though, obviously, yeah, they should. The Inquisitors and Obi-Wan will have encounters throughout the series is, is what we're, we're thinking. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens and how it all, how it all turns out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I really hope that it'll be maybe something like, like, you know, we do see that concept art, but... I'm sure they're going to actually have the fight to just play to the fans as much, but maybe it'd be cool just to have the concept art without the fight and more have Vader in it kind of overseeing the Inquisitors. Like, Vader is a main character, but Vader never directly encounters Obi-Wan. Like, maybe they have a moment where they, like... Like, maybe Obi-Wan's with another Jedi, and then the other Jedi has, like, the battle with Vader, and Vader kills that Jedi, and then Obi-Wan and Vader, like, have this moment where they, like, kind of see each other, or they kind of, like, look off into the mm-hmm. distance and sense each other, but don't encounter each other. I, I don't know. I, I should probably start writing, um, uh, what, what's her name? Deborah. Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow, yeah. Before it's too late. Yep. You gotta start now, Teach. <laughs> Yeah, but I was just uh, surprised that it looks like we're going to go to actually a couple different planets in this, which, uh, you know, like timeline of this, this is after Revenge of the Sith. So, you know, we just assume that Obi-Wan never left Tatooine because he's still wearing his old Jedi robes. But yeah, it looks like we're going to actually get to also explore a little bit in the Star Wars universe or maybe revisit some old stuff. But that was something that was a little more surprising to me. And that's not bad. We might get a little sick of Tatooine from time to time if we're staring at the the desert planet <laughs> the the sandy planet that Anakin loves for uh, for six episodes or however many episodes it, it's going to be so I guess I don't mind some some inner space travel um, to different planets I hate sand <laughs> <laughs> moving forward uh, that was mostly the big reveal for uh, Star Wars news uh, the only other Star Wars news to kind of come out of this which was kind of uh, talked about beforehand is that. 
Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron, which is set to be uh, directed by Patty Jenkins, is now going to be delayed due to kind of scheduling issues. I think it might be for Wonder Woman 3 with Patty Jenkins, but as in overall, that project is being uh, delayed to who knows what or when it's going to uh, eventually going to be released because it was set to come out end of 2023. But now it's looking like that date is going to be changed to who knows what. Uh, that's how it goes. We're going to move forward, though, to talk about uh, the Pixar reveals that happened at uh, Disney Plus Day. So uh, starting this off, this was kind of uh, announced a little bit beforehand that uh, there is going to be a, a Cars a spinoff. But it was uh, officially confirmed now that uh, Owen Wilson will return for this Cars spin- spinoff as, as long with Larry the Cable Guy as Mater and uh, returning to, to see these characters once again after Cars 3. And you guys know, um, I've been pushing for this for quite some time. <laughs> Really, I was going to say the opposite. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I don't know if they really needed to revisit Cars. I think they could have just left it as is. Honestly, they could have just left it as is with the first movie and called it good because first movie was great. It was fun, and they really didn't need to do anything else there. So I don't really see the need for for this. Cars Land is great. I mean, in Disneyland, we didn't really mention that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's in California Adventure. Oh yeah, duh. You're right. So I get, I get confused. I always forget. There you go. Uh, continuing on, this was also Pixar news, but this was released uh, Friday of December 12th, uh, sorry, November 12th. But uh, after the movie Luca, there was a short film release titled Ciao and Alberto, which follows Alberto and Julia's father, Massimo, after Luca leaves for school. And so that was just released uh, a day ago to continue on that story. I liked Luca. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I thought it was fun. Oh really? Yeah, no, I never watched it. Yeah, I don't. I was watching with the, uh, obviously some some younger y- younger kids, nieces and nephews. So they obviously were the ones that were advocating to watch it. So I wouldn't have watched it on my own. But uh, after I watched it, I'm like, actually, this is a lot of fun. It was really cool. So yeah, exciting. Continuing in Pixar, we also got a, a little sneak peek for the upcoming Winner Lose series. Um, we talked about this. Last time we, we talked about a kind of Disney Plus Day, but this is a series that's going to follow a, a softball team in the week before their championship game. And then each episode will follow a, a different viewpoint of a different character all leading up to the big match. Will I watch it? Interesting. Actually, I, I, I probably might just because just it's kind of just low key, fun, like hard. So I'll probably watch it. Kind of sounds like Vantage Point, but kids version <laughs> <laughs> well maybe a little different from vantage point because they were killing the president and or trying to kill the president in that that movie but i see what you're saying though. a little yeah, bit and the different. different the different points of the softball players or baseball players yeah, there we go <laughs> moving forward though the, the last bit of pixar news is uh they they tease some documentaries that are going to be doing some behind the scenes for their upcoming light year and turning red movies they tease that there will be some behind-the-scenes documentaries following the, the release of those movies, which are set to come out next year. All right. Sounds like a plan. And that wraps up uh, the, the Pixar section of Disney Plus Investor Day. And now we're going we're gonna to move into kind of just general Disney news that falls uh, under, you know, everything Disney. So starting us off, uh, uh, Warwick Davis uh, kind of came out for the upcoming series Willow, which is going to be a sequel to the 1980s Willow movie and kind of talked about some of the things that are going to happen in this Disney Plus series. I can't believe they're doing this. this is, like, 
it, Willow was forever ago, I feel like. And I, I really didn't know that there were that many Willow fans out there. I remember like our, our cousins being advocates of this and watching it when we were younger. And I, I think I watched it with them one time. I was never sold on it. So I was honestly just surprised by this one. Yeah, I more or less. Yeah, that, that's basically all I have to say about that as well. And I see Willow kind of falls underneath those movies that uh, you watch once in your lifetime and you're like, that was really weird. And I'm probably never <laughs> yes. going to watch it again. Like I would say Labyrinth is like this. The never ending story is also yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. And then uh, I'm not sure how many people have actually seen it. It's very well known because it's so weird. Uh, the Dark Crystal, which is uh, Jim Henson made a movie entirely with puppets. It's very, very creepy, very, very strange, <laughs> but wow. also very, very 80s at the same time. So they're all in that, that same category of movie where it's like, watch them once because they're so weird. I feel like they're worth watching once, but then you're going to be like, I'm never going to watch this again. Yeah. It's yeah. like how I felt about baby geniuses. <laughs> But you never watched the sequel, Baby Geniuses 2, TJ? I can't remember if we did or not. I think you and me watched the first one, though. <laughs> uh, childhood. But anyway, yes, he came to promote the upcoming Willow, Willow series. Moving forward, it was uh, announced that uh, Chris Helmsworth is getting his own reality show for National Geographic, going to be called uh, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, which is going to be about pushing the boundaries of physical human potential. It's where he takes the, the pill. They, they actually finished that drug pill from Limitless the movie with Bradley Cooper and he'll be taking it and then they're going to explore all the things that he can do as he runs for the mayor of New York like Bradley Cooper did in Limitless. <laughs> I just figured he was like, so we saw Captain America in the comics, why not do it in real, in real life? life? And it's just going to be doctors like stabbing him with different super soldiers <laughs> 20 different times. Uh, no, this is just going to be people like Chris Hemsworth. So they're doing a show with Chris Hemsworth on National Geographic. Africa. That's just what I'm seeing. He saw um, he saw Zac Efron when Zac Efron did that Netflix thing where he oh, just yeah, went yeah. around the world having fun and made a bunch of money from it. And Chris Hemsworth was like, "Why not me?" So he he literally <laughs> actually he addresses the that in like the little promo thing that they showed. He's like, "Well, Disney wanted to do this, so I'm doing it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very much following uh, Jeff Goldblum in his National Ge oh, yeah. Geographic series. Yep, right. definitely. Moving on, though, uh, along, because, you know, Disney owns Fox, along with the Ice Age movies officially being added to Disney+, Plus, they announced that uh, another new Ice Age movie called uh. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild is coming to the streaming service in January of 2022. Please, please, no. No no more Ice Age. That should have been, <laughs> should have been finished. First one... 20,000 years was ago. Great. Uh, well, in its own way. Um, and then it just <laughs> kept going and going and going. It's like, you can only have so many Ice Ages, guys. I think <laughs> Ice Ages can handle it. They're competing with Shrek on who could do more movies. <laughs> Honestly. See, and here's the, the thing. Shrek sequels, some of which, some of those are actually entertaining. <laughs> Shrek there, 2 is better there. than Shrek 1. Changed my mind. Ooh, that Ooh. hot take. It's a bold take. I, I don't know Truth. if I can... I used to agree. But, I don't know if I can anymore, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ice Age was something that like... Do, do kids even know Ice Age now? Because the first movie came out like 20 years ago. <sighs> I don't think most kids... Well, maybe they do just because it's something that their parents would show them, but I, I feel the same way. I feel like a lot of kids wouldn't even know what Ice Age is. They might remember the most recent Ice Age because they kept on making more and more, but yeah, probably not the original. Yeah. Shrek was... Shrek has 
proven, I think, timeless. Um, but Ice Age did not achieve that level of cult status. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Moving forward, though, uh, it's been announced that there is a reboot of Cheaper by the Dozen coming in March of 22. Uh, Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff are set to star of the parents of 12 children. It's a, a remake of the, the 2000s version with Steve Martin. But yeah, that is set to, to come out this upcoming next year. I would have waited maybe another 10 years before doing the remake because I really liked the, this cheaper by the, or the Cheaper by the Dozen with, with Steve Martin. So yeah. I, I would have waited for, for maybe another 10 years to do another remake because this one's so classic, but I'll, I'll probably still watch it um, regardless. Man, I don't, know, I don't know what we're on in society that it's like, we just make the same movies every 20 years now, it looks like. like I'm like, some of them even less. Cheap, cheaper by the dozen needed a reboot. Like, uh, is it, has it not aged well or something? Like, yeah. what? I thought it was, <laughs> TJ, you can never underestimate the power of nostalgia because nostalgia make, means money sometimes. It's all it yeah. means. Darn millennials just are like, oh, I just want another nostalgia of when I was a little kid. And then they're like, oh, I don't like the reboot. Yeah, who, why would you? <laughs> just go watch the old one you're grown up now it's okay it's okay to be an adult and we can say this because we're millennial well tj and i are millennials. i'm not a millennial tj and i are yeah, millennials they, but yeah <laughs> are we are you millennial tj technically you're like right on the border i, I fall think. in between i get to choose my own path uh, light side or dark side <laughs> okay tj's tj's just like i'm i'm undefined undefined it's 2021, baby. Continuing on, we got a, a trailer for the Baymax series, which is uh, set to come out in summer of 2022. Uh, it follows uh, the s- some of the characters that were introduced in Big Hero 6. This think? is this is one that I could yeah, get Big on Hero board 6 with. I'll go for it. I was saying, oh, this is one I could get on board with because I loved uh, I loved Big Hero 6. I thought it was awesome, and I really I didn't even watch it till I think yeah last year and. When I watched it, I'm like, this is, uh, this is awesome. I thought it was a phenomenal uh, film. So this is one that I could definitely see myself watching in the future. Yeah, I, I really liked it as well. It's one of those that I would maybe want to see like a, I'd prefer a sequel movie as opposed to a series. Um, I feel like that the format would fit a little bit better, kind of like a similar to a, what is it? A How to Train Your Dragon kind of feel. That's kind of a little bit of the feel I got from it. So I would, I don't know if I want the series because I feel like, a lot of things, once they turn them into series, like you've just, it just goes just d- downhill. It's like, you know, the Emperor's That's New Groove when that became a series. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah. gosh. But I don't know. This one, this one, because they actually, well, they did actually a Big Hero 6 series, but it was 2D animated, not 3D animated. Oh, and that's it, right. It's, it seemed like it was very, very much for children, lack the heart of the movie, but this is all the sa- exact same animation as uh, the film that came out seven years ago now, which is crazy to believe, but wow. it looks like it's, I don't know, just looks like it's, it's just fun. And, you know, I think Baymax is just a character that's kind of just so warm and inviting that people are like, ah, oh, also a little bit nostalgia, but would be willing to watch. Moving forward, it was announced that a live-action remake of Pinocchio will come to Disney Plus in fall of twenty-two, fall of twenty twenty-two, with uh, Keegan Michael Key, Tom Hanks, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the cast. That might be the biggest, biggest announcement, or one of the biggest announcements. I feel like from from the Disney side of things. Yeah, I was I was Pinocchio in a musical back in the day. That's right, you it's, were. It's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. TJ, why? I was also in talks. For this role, as you uh, might have guessed, but just what I, I was about to bring up before, I, I felt my career needed to move forward. Yep, 
Yeah. TJ really did not like reboots, and so he did not want to be in a production of a reboot. Yeah, I stand there by my is. principles, guys. Continuing on, though, it was announced that uh, the Spiderwick Chronicles is coming to Disney Plus as a, a new original series based off the books. I'm excited for that. They, they also made a Mysterious Benedict Society uh, TV show, and, and that actually, I think, worked pretty well. I think the Spiderwick Chronicles would also work really well in a miniseries format, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, that's that's the nice thing about streaming is like some stories that I feel like are best told in a series can actually be can be told in a series. That's true. Coming up next uh, was announced or we got a first look at Hocus Pocus 2 uh, with a set photo of uh, the three witches sisters uh, surfacing up at this event. This one they probably could have put to bed because Hocus Pocus is kind of just a classic Disney Halloween movie. So I don't know if they need to do a second one, but I'm sure they'll be Plenty of fans who are excited for the second film. Plenty of money to make. Yeah, I watched Hocus Pocus for the first time this year. I don't see what the fuss is all about because I just saw it. <laughs> it was very middle of the road, like not weird enough to be remembered, but not good enough for people to love. So I don't know. I, I guess that's what you can say about all cult classics. You're like, I don't yeah, understand why true. people like this, but it's there. Yeah, classic when it came out, you know. Uh, I guess the last bit of general Disney news is uh, it was uh, announced the sequel to Enchanted, called, titled Disenchanted, will be released in the fall of 2022. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. Uh, I don't want any more Amy Adams. This is the movie that, that uh, kind of ruined her for me, so... If you want to know the, the reason why, actually check out our episode uh, on last year's Disney Investor Day, as it was called. And Christian explains uh, his, his history of his beef with uh, Amy Adams and Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Though maybe this, movie, maybe this film will change my mind, but uh, I'm, I'm a little doubtful. So, yeah. And I never like it when they say like 20 years down the road, everyone hates their life kind of thing. I'm like. Man, you know, I know plenty of people who 20 years down the road are still in love and things are going good. Like, we don't always have to say everybody wants a divorce in 20 years. That wraps up all of the general Disney news. And now we're going to move into the Marvel news that was announced at uh, this year's Disney Plus Day. Starting us off, uh, the original animated series, the X-Men series from the 90s, is returning with new episodes. And this is uh, set to come out in 2023. Woot. I'm actually, I love X-Men. So this is one I'm actually really looking forward to. And I think it's just giving us like a little taste of how they're going to bring in the X-Men live action into the MCU. Now this, I'm guessing like there won't be that, that much of a connection, but it's, I think just giving fans a taste of X-Men before they bring it back into live action. So we can hope getting them familiar once again with the X-Men whenever 100%, they uh, yeah. appear in the MCU. But speaking of first looks, we also got a very, very great brief first look with Marvel's Secret Invasion. It uh, teases Nick Fury's return with a new image of him having uh, a gray beard, a large bushy beard, and then no eye patch at all. This dude, he is going to, Samuel Jackson, he's going to get into his 90s and they're still going to be using him as Nick Fury in a wheelchair. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sad about this one. I think Christian mentioned it maybe last year, actually, or another time, but... I don't want Secret Invasion to just be a TV series either. Like Same. I want it to be a big thing. So, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe it will be a big thing, or maybe it'll just be a series. I hope not. TJ's just waiting for the good first Disney Plus live action series. <laughs> this is true. 
Uh, moving forward, uh, we also got another kind of first look for Miss Marvel, kind of like another 10-second teaser. Doesn't really reveal too much, but uh, it's there. Feels very little kitty. We also got uh, a couple announcements that we kind of already knew. Marvel's What If is officially returning with Season 2. Woot woot. The I Am Groot series uh, kind of just got a new logo with that moving forward. Um, Not as they, woot woot. <laughs> they, uh, they announced uh, there was going to be a spinoff series from the Hawkeye series called Echo starring, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, Alequa Cox as the superhero Echo, who is uh, Maya Lopez in the comics. Loki season two was officially announced with Tom Hiddleston and Jonathan Majors both to return. Uh, we use uh, the spinoff series for uh, from WandaVision, Agatha House of Harkness got its official announcement. I don't know what they're going to do with that one, man. Yeah, no idea how they'll play that out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, they announced Spider-Man freshman year, which is going to be uh, an animated series, which looks like it's probably just going to follow freshman year of Peter Parker. We got so much so. Uh, animated Spider-Man stuff out there now, especially with, with this coming out that we'll have a, a lot of animated Spider-Man content. And this is what I, I will watch, though, for sure. I don't know. There's a lot of... There's, there's good and bad of the Spider-Man animated content. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to watch any series, watch uh, The Spectacular Spider-Man. That is an amazing animated series. Sorry, I just I had to plug that because that series is like perfectly spot on with the comics. That's not the one we watched, right, Nate? Um, the one where I think, Spider-Man worked with Nick Fury and like other superhero ki- kids. Um, no, that was Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Okay. I started watching Ultimate Spider-Man. I, t- I couldn't quite get into it as much. So, Nate, I'm going to take you up on, on your, your little plug and watch that one. Yeah, because I watched it pretty recently, like a couple years ago after not seeing it since I was a kid. And it's, it's, worth, it's worth your while. It really is. Perfect. Sorry, moving forward, uh, the Ironheart series also got a new logo. Not really anything new, but kind of just, you know, showing that, hey, these things are still coming out, even though they've already been announced. Wait, Ironheart, that's the, like, the girl who's supposed to replace Iron Man, right? Correct, yes. Okay. But this one I know is uh, probably going to excite Christian a lot. They announced uh, an animated series for Marvel Zombies. Yeah, this is so interesting because I'm, I'm thinking, are they, are they just going to be doing the kind of continuation of what if, you know, the episodes or the episode where they focused on zombies there, do they just continue that and its own separate, separate thing? If so, I would be, I'd be down. Um, or if they're maybe just going to do an entirely new thing, I'm not sure how, how they're going to play it out, but i I like the Mar- Marvel zombies a ton in what if, so uh, I'm interested to see what happens here. It's like I said, guys, Marvel is just becoming the foundation. And so now we're getting Marvel zombie stuff. And pretty soon, Marvel rom-com stuff. It's only a matter of time. Can't bring that up. <laughs> you, you, you keep on dreaming, TJ. But, you know, I think it's, uh, it's, it was one of the more standout episodes of What If, and there's also a lo- long history with Marvel Zombies comics, and so there's a lot of different directions they could take it. And I think based off the reception of What If, they decided to, to move forward with it. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Continuing on, we got not really trailers, but kind of 30-second teasers for two new uh, upcoming Marvel Disney Plus series. Uh, We got our first look at the She-Hulk series. We also, in this, something that's kind of, I don't know, like maybe confusing or just something to at least point out is it shows Professor Hulk talking to, um, you know, quote, She-Hulk. Uh, in this little Jennifer Walters, yeah, exactly, and and Hulk does not have his destroyed arm, right? So 
and then we also see at the end of Shang-Chi, we saw Bruce Banner, right? We didn't see Professor Hulk. So some are speculating, oh, is She-Hulk taking place, uh, I don't know, maybe before, before the before the snap, right? When he's just Professor Hulk? Or did Professor Hulk somehow heal himself so he doesn't have the bad arm and he can go back and forth between Professor Hulk and Bruce Banner? So there's just a little bit of speculation there that I wanted to, to point out. Yeah, no, I think because uh, so in the comics, the the reason uh, She-Hulk becomes She-Hulk is, yeah, so Bruce Banner and Jennifer Walters are cousins uh, because she is a, a prosecuting lawyer. She try, she almost gets murdered by some criminals that she is prosecuting. So she gets shot. And so Bruce Banner has to do an emergency blood transfusion. And that's what ends up giving her her Hulk powers, Hulk powers, even though they are different from normal Hulk. But uh, some speculation I have seen is that the reason he is Bruce Banner in Shang-Chi is because he had to power down to give her a blood transfusion, and then he was able to power back up into Professor Hulk, which I really hope isn't the case, but I think it is going to be the case because I don't love, I don't really like Pro- Pro- Professor Hulk that much, but, but we'll have to wait and see. Dang. And maybe yeah, I s- hope not. Maybe something will happen too where you know, he powers down into regular Hulk, he gives the blood transfusion to his cousin, and then... You know, he goes back into Professor Hulk, but at some point something, you know, does go wrong and he has to go all angry mode out and just be normal Hulk again. That's what I'm hoping. Maybe it's like kind of a a cliffhanger or like a final shot of the She-Hulk is we get normal Hulk again. But that's my my wishful thinking. Yeah, I let's get Hulk back. The real Hulk. (laughs) Like, uh, what is it? The uh, it's like that meme um, with Magneto origins where it's like, I want Hulk. And then it's like Professor Hulk and it's like the real Hulk and then it just shows him smashing stuff. Yeah. No, it'd be Perfection. a it'd, it'd more be like Bruce Banner's Hulk. And then he's like, no, no, like the real one. And then it shows the incredible Hulk when uh shoot, what's his name? Edward Norton was Edward Bruce. Norton. That's the real oh, Hulk. Oh yeah. <laughs> if if you're wondering, the meme is, is actually from X-Men First Class. Yep. And it's when oh, first class says, I prefer me. to see the Sorry. real Raven. That's that's where the, the meme originally comes from. Yep. That's right. Yeah, but overall, I think we kind of get a little more of the vibe that She-Hulk is going to be. I think it's going to be actually a lot more humorous or a lot more, I guess, fourth wall almost like Deadpool a little bit, but not really. Right. But, and we get 10 episodes of it. So that's nice because uh, I don't know, I, the, really the only 10 episodes season that we've got was what if, but it really wasn't, you know, 10, almost 10. Or I guess now I'm thinking of it, WandaVision was too, but yeah, just glad to have more episodes just because you can create a better story as we always talk about create a better story and not have things feel rushed anyway so i'm happy about the 10 episodes for she hulk this is uh the kind of just the end of the the wrap-up of disney plus day and also the end of the wrap-up of the marvel news but the last teaser that we got was for the upcoming moon knight trailer with uh oscar isaac set to portray moon knight yeah this one is getting it was weird a lot of the hype it's so interesting like just you know being on social media and kind of just seeing what people are excited about the most moon knight is the the number one uh, for sure and this is just interesting because i feel like not a lot of people really know who moon knight is and i know we've mentioned this before in some of our previous podcasts but yeah people don't really know who moon knight is aren't really familiar with his his character what he does where his powers come from but this is we, we really got the most info uh, from on, on this Disney Disney Plus day. Like I feel like we got the most content from from Moon from Moon Knight. So uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. And honestly, as I've learned more about him, I I get more 
more stoked about it from what I'm what I'm reading and seeing his powers. And uh, I feel like he's got a a very daredevil uh, vibe, right? And people love the daredevil Marvel uh, Netflix stuff, right? And he's got that similar vibe. So I think that's where the excitement is coming from. And the trailer just, I, I agree. I'm actually really excited for the Moon Knight character. The trailer though was, it was just odd to me. It felt like it was a horror movie kind of thing. So, it, um, it, okay, so the best way I can describe Moon Knight is he's kind of like, he's kind of the Batman of the Marvel Universe where he yes. goes and beats up criminals to a bloody pulp but doesn't kill them. But <laughs> the I won't kill you but your hospital bills will crew. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. But a Moon Knight, so originally in the comics, he was kind of like this marine mercenary type that was kind of, I, I've kind of mentioned this briefly before, but he was left for dead. And then kind of the, the, the moon god or the Egyptian god, Khonshu, kind of came and gave him like these... Not Anubis. Not Anubis. Not Anubis. Not, not Anubis. <laughs> Khonshu kind of came and kind of gave, gave him these like, not supernatural powers, but kind of like almost gave him these powers, brought him back to life, and they became a, a vigilante. But that was kind of his original introduction in the comics. But now in the, the more later years, I've also mentioned this, uh, they've portrayed him as having, uh, I, I have a hard time saying this, but it's disassociative identity disorder. And so he kind of has multiple personalities, which we kind of see in this trailer because you hear a couple different voices. And I thought, oh, they're different characters. But no, that is Oscar Isaac voicing each of the, the three different identities that he portrays. And so oh, shoot. I so I think that's kind of one of the elements is he's kind of having an identity crisis. Like you can see he kind of wakes up and he's like, wait, how do all these guys get beat up? He has the bloody hand. So it looks like they're going to be following that storyline. But this is something I, I noticed um, in a trailer breakdown is that like that shot of him of when he's hiding in the Egyptian museum, you can see in the background there is a shadowy figure that looks like demonic that is like trying to find him. And so it's speculation that this is the like the spirit confirmed. Of, yeah, no, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Not not, not red demonic. It was black demonic, but oh, it looks boo, like uh, <laughs> it looks like it's uh, the spirit of Conchu maybe trying to come possess him, and so that he's kind of getting freaked out with that. But it kind of has the vibe of kind of a psychological thriller, I would say, because he has like almost like a this Egyptian deity that may may be trying to possess him, but b he has a. a dissociative identity disorder so he keeps waking up and not knowing how he got there or which identity has taken over shoot so it's just split like the m night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah yes but now no, he's been well, given powers and he's more a anti-hero than a totally just evil guy <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i think uh, regardless i think this was definitely the, i think out of everything that came out this was the thing i was most excited for i thought it looked the most interesting because i'm like okay this looks like a different vibe that we haven't really seen before too much. And I guess in the, the main MCU, like, you know, Christian talked about the, in the Netflix series, but it looks like also uh, he's, it's going to be taking place in London because Moon Knight is normally actually uh, New York. He's usually in New York, but based off some of the architecture and some of the things seen in the trailer, it looks like it's, he's going to be in London instead. Also, this is kind of, I think a cool way to, to do a series because it's focusing on a character too, who's extremely powerful, right? Just kind of like they did with, with Wanda and WandaVision and her becoming the Scarlet Witch, right? She becomes more and more and more powerful, right? Uh, Moon Knight is also extremely powerful, right? At first, you know, you kind of, you might have thought of him as like, maybe like a Hawkeye vibe, which, you know, Hawkeye's great and all, right? But he's just more, you know, bow and arrows and Black Widow style kicking booty, right? He doesn't possess like some huge cosmic power and 
Moon Knight really uh, has a ton of power in, in comics. He's been able to do uh, quite a lot. And so I'm, I'm very curious to see how that is portrayed on, on the screen and then what they'll do. Cause I'm guessing they're going to do some sort of not crossover, but he'll get introduced in to the MCU on the big screen as well. In addition to just the series. So excited for him being a character like full of power, not just kind of a, a, a smaller character, no offense, Hawkeye and black widow, but more of a cosmic being not not cosmic but just ultra powerful you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i I definitely something that i think out of all the disney plus series so far that's the one i'm excited to see because i think that'll be hopefully something different and uh, interesting yep totally so what do you guys think between dc fandom and marvel or the the disney plus uh days which one excited you guys more Oh, well, that's easily DC fandom. Yeah, like, DC fandom's got it. Because, I mean, they ended with the Batman trailer, and they just gave us more trailers and, and more, you know, content and juice that, that we could work with. There was too much, like, little clips, little things here and there. Wasn't giving us anything to, to sink our teeth into here for, for the Disney Plus day. And, yeah, I feel like uh, Disney Disney so far, like, I don't know, Disney, I don't feel like Disney's really experimenting. They're kind of just sticking to the same old, same old, as TJ is saying, with all these reboots. But that's the thing. Even if DC doesn't, even if it doesn't land, at least they're trying something new and different. And that's, for me right now, a little more excited to look forward to with some of their properties at Warner Brothers rather than with uh, Disney right now, because you're still just going to get the, the same old flavor. Yep, totally. Yes. So I wasn't alone. That's good. <laughs> But that wraps up uh, our, I guess, report or our, our thoughts on the news announced in Disney Plus, Disney Plus Day 2021. Um, obviously, we didn't cover every little thing because there was just a lot, so much covered. But I, I would make sure uh, in, in our description, we also list the news pieces that we say. So feel free to check it out there or check out just uh, any of the rest of the other news that came out from Disney Plus Day. But yeah, that is our thought. Well, should we... Should we end this one more time with the with the quote? One last time. I'm tired of remembering it that way. Aren't you tired too, Mrs. Travers? Now we all have our sad tales, but don't you want to finish the story? Let it all go and have a life that isn't dictated by the past? All right, that's the quote again, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate all of you out there. If you want a chance to get a shout-out on our podcast, you can do that by following us on uh, social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at Quotes and Stuff Pod. If you DM us guessing the quote correctly before we reveal it, we'll give you a shout-out. Uh, if you want a chance to reach out to the show, you can also do that through email. Uh, email us at quotesandstuffpod at gmail.com with your thoughts or suggestions on anything any of the things that we have talked about or suggestions on things that you want us to talk about. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. See you. Adios.